Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Talk rubbish and tell them what we're talking about. You just got very close to the microphone. Did I? Sorry to everyone's ears. Hopefully everybody can hear me then. <laughs> it's a shock to the system. I really hope it's not like 6am in the morning. They've got absolute, no, words. Absolute they've, words? They've got you absolutely screaming down the main oh, road. it is. You waking up. And is this yeah. the talk rubbish and tell them what we're talking about a bit? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Terrific. How much more rubbish do you want to chat? A little um, bit more? Got anything yeah. else you want Let's to tell us? Let's talk about bin juice. Bin juice. Hmm. Do we have to? Yeah, we, got, sick. we got a bin cleaner the other week, didn't we? Someone <laughs> who cleans our bins. Did you know they existed? We didn't until we found we had maggots in the bin. It's two pounds <laughs> for anyone that's interested. It's worth it so that we don't have to deal with the maggots. Yeah, I think that's Reggie's poo that's doing that though. It is, very correct. It's not us. How do you stop? I mean, if anyone's got any tips on how you stop getting maggots in your bin, just to let you know, context, we um, bag it twice mm. and we double tie it. So mm. if you've got any more tips beyond that to stop us getting maggots, then we'll be very grateful. I, I even sat Reggie down one day and told him to stop doing smelly ones. <laughs> well, that's not done anything. It's not. It's not. It's not, not done anything at all. No, so then we got a bin cleaner. Yeah, we did. Two pounds. Yep, smells good now. It's a fantastic job. Yeah, it does. A really good job, yeah. Really I had to chase him down the street. <laughs> you did, didn't you? Yeah, I don't know where else to get old. Excuse me, come back. <laughs> I want you to clean my bins. Excuse me. Can you, can you, are you a bin cleaner? <laughs> Can you clean my pins? That's exactly how I did it. It is, I saw you. You had Reggie under one arm. Yeah, and then he wouldn't come back to the house because the bin cleaner was outside our house. And, mm. well, and he was, was terrified of the van. You sent him there. What? To our house? Sent him there and then couldn't get back in my own house because Reggie wouldn't go anywhere near it. Class. <laughs> oh. I've just realised this is literally talking rubbish. <laughs> That's brilliant. Is that, you didn't do that on purpose. I didn't expect it to go to this. No. I didn't expect to talk about dog poop, maggots, and bin cleaners. Just so everyone's aware, it was on the actual podcast notes, talk rubbish and tell them what we're talking about. That's why I did it. I weren't just randomly paraphrasing that that's what's going to happen. Also, another side note for anyone who is a new listener today, it is always like this. Mm. <laughs> Thankfully, not always as grim. We've said once we get to episode 1000, we're going to start being more professional. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, but that'll, we do one a week, so that'll be in 20 years. Oh, yeah. 20 years. See you then. Mm. Well, well you're done. <laughs> you're off. I'm off. But I've got more stories about bin juice. <laughs> Gosh, let's not talk about bin juice, please. Okay. But should we talk about what we're going to talk about this week? Y- yeah, because that was part of the plan. Fantastic. So, this week, we're going to talk about, as you've probably seen already, how to get moving when you're low on energy. Low on the energies. Low on the energy. Someone's turned your dial down. Mm, your dial. Yeah. We've been talking about dials recently a lot. We have. Mm. Lots of people have actually been messaging us about dials. They have. I think we've talked about dials the last two weeks, haven't we? I think everyone's needed to know about dials in the last two weeks, that's why. 
Yeah, very good point, actually. If you've not, um, if you've no idea what we're talking about, last two episodes, watch him. Watch him. Mm, you can watch him if you want, nothing much is going to happen, but so we listen put these to... on YouTube? No, certainly oh. not. Okay, why not? Because then I have to look presentable. Any chance you could mute your laptop, please? I don't know about that. Oh, it's because I can't use my phone and I've got WhatsApp on my laptop. You broke your phone, haven't you? Well, let's not talk about that, please. Why? Because it's really distressing me. I'm currently using a Samsung and I can't cope with why. I honestly don't think there's anything, like, in fact, you know, I'm going to say no offence, but it's a fact. Samsung's, are just, they're just not real phones, are oh, they? Oh, it's awful here. It's so much. I know it's a first so world problem, than a, So much cheaper than an iPhone, though. Yeah, and I needed something there's desperately. There's a reason for that. The people of Instagram were missing me. I heard them calling out my name. Nobody was calling out your name. They weren't. No, no one not one, but not one person said, oh, nice to see you. Oh, no, Jess Berry did. The day that my you one came pal. Back. The day that you came back, nobody noticed you'd gone. How did that feel? Sad, 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 sad. Anyway. Do you know what's funny? What? I had noticed. I feel. <laughs> you know when you mentioned it? Yeah. I was like, oh, you've not done stories in a while, have you? No. <laughs> How terrible is that? Awful human that <laughs> you are. To be fair, you're sat next to me, so I, I notice you quite you. a lot. You're very loud. <laughs> yes. You don't shut up. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you wasn't on social media was not really relevant for me. Yeah, very good point. Anyway. Right, low on energy. Mm. Feeling low on the energies. And I think this is one that we've all experienced, whether it be, um, I don't know, work, tiring us, just a busy, hectic week, mm-hmm. whether it's your period, whether it's, I don't know, what else might Life cause us to be low on energy. in general. Yeah, I suppose it ties in again till the last few weeks. And But when we're feeling kind of that drain on energy any kind of movement can feel overwhelming because I think it's important to make a note here that movement can be an input and an output. But I think when we're in that moment and low on energy, we can only see movement as an output. And what I mean by that is it takes some of our energy um, and that is what then makes it feel unachievable or overwhelming because we feel like, oh, I'm already low on energy. I've not got energy any energy now to go and move um but actually when we're feeling like that it can it can be really positive and it can be an input so give us a bit of energy yeah i think that's a big thing because people do see it as well if i do get up and move that's going to tire me out further when in reality and it can be quite confusing to see it as both like well how how is getting up and moving going to Mm -hmm. give me energy but what we've got to remember is it's not necessarily physical energy that we're lacking a lot of the time it's mental Mm -hmm. energy if you've had a busy day at work if you've got a deadline a project that you're working towards if you've got a boss that's been on at you all day if you've got something that's just been draining you of your mental energy but you've actually been sat in a chair how can you be physically tired you can't well done excellent small clap thank you very much you're mentally tired and because you're mentally tired you need something that's going to be an input. Now, that is going to be very different for every single person. For me personally, I think my input is a weight session. I quite and I enjoy doing a weight session. It gives me headspace. It it actually starts my day really well. It it gives me that product productive feeling. It starts me off in the right headspace. It starts me off in the right uh, frame of mind. And I always talk about productivity breeds productivity. I feel like when I'm being productive, I do more in a day. But for somebody else it might just be going for a walk and notice we're not putting any time. We're not putting any specific uh, sort of distances or length or frequency or anything like that in it because it's going to be different for us all. But what's important is it's the actual act of doing it that's going to give you the energy. So for you, it could be a really short walk. It could be a hike. It could be going training weights. It could be a hit session. 
what the most important thing is that we need to know is that most of the time, not every time, because we're going to speak about this in a second, but most of the time, doing just something is going to be better than doing nothing. Our mood, our energy levels, and our general headspace will increase, even if we just go on a short walk. And I think it's important to know, which we're going to cover a little bit in a little bit further down, but it's knowing that that input doesn't have to be the same every day. Like an input one day might be a walk and an input the next day might be uh, going doing a weight-based session. The input the next day might just be a bit of a swim. Like Mm -hmm. input doesn't have to look the same every single day in order to get the benefits from it, does it? No, but what you really need to know, because I know you might be thinking, well, how do I do it? On these days where you really don't want to do it, it's quite often the days where you probably most need to do it. Yeah. And that's so difficult in the moment. And I was speaking to a client about this last week and she actually said she couldn't believe the difference it made were on the days where she couldn't really be bothered going moving, they were her words, she just didn't. And now when we've spoken about the benefits of doing it, she realised how much of an impact it does actually have on her mental health. So we're forgetting about physical and social health and things like that for a second, although it does improve those. It's just her mental health that it now massively impacts because she just got out. She just got moved. Uh, She got back and said she had more energy than before she went on the walk. Yeah, and it's often because you've given yourself that headspace and actually, like Phil said, that emotional energy that was draining you. I think by giving yourself that headspace, actually you've taken away some of the almost that emotional weight. Yeah. 100%. 100%. You've lifted a little bit and mm-hmm. that's then giving you that energy to give again, which is why it works so well, isn't it? And if you're anything like me, you might use this walk, this workout, whatever it might be to have those conversations with yourself in your head. I have a lot of them in the shower. Mm. I love conversations when I'm in the shower. It's my favourite place to have a conversation. <laughs> but I think sometimes when I go on a walk, especially if I'm on my own, that's where I'll have those kind of like thought processes and I'll let things... And this doesn't work for everyone, but for me, it just allows me to kind of just sift through the stuff that might have been going round and round and round and round in circles when I've been sat at home. Mm. Getting out for whatever reason just allows me to go, actually, do you know what? I've got a bit of time here. I've got a bit of headspace. I'm going to think through these things one at a time rather than tangling them all up and yeah. making things more difficult. And I think that's a, it's a really nice idea to have like a good like bank of different ways of moving that you enjoy um, that are all different intensities because that'll help you to work out what that input might look like for you that day so if you've got all kinds of different movement that you enjoy doing of different kinds of intensities Mm -hmm. then you're always going to be able to find a way to make a bit of movement your input um but i think it is important to know that on some occasions rest might be more important than any movement at all absolutely i think take for example when we're ill or injured i think a lot of people try and power through and 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 just keep going and because if they don't, like something terrible is going to happen. But actually, if we're respecting our body and looking after our body, then in that moment, if you're ill or injured, rest and recovery is actually more important. Prioritizing some good sleep, hydrating yourself and getting some good nutrients in your body to actually allow it to recover mm-hmm. is way more important than even going for a walk sometimes, depending on how poor you are feeling. Um, but I think it's just knowing when we take that step back and and knowing when it's more important than keeping going i think that's the big big point and that's the big take home from this podcast because or from this episode should i say because i think if you want to put this into practice and to understand how to do this the main point you need to know is that as jen kind of touched on before you need more than just one actual kind of input you need more than just one type more often than not 
and you also need to know when and how to do it. So when you're planning your week in advance, if you're looking at your next seven days, what you don't want to do is just fix things in place that can't be moved, can't be give you any kind of flexibility and also can't be changed to something else. I know there's times where you might say, right, I'm going to train Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I'm going to do a hit session. You might get to Wednesday and you've had such a difficult day. You don't want to do that hit session, but going for a bit of a swim or going for a walk might feel incredible, but because you've planned it in, you then almost feel guilty for not doing it. So when you're planning whatever it might be, you might just block out the hour or two hours or whatever it is and just jot in your diary that you're going to do movement. And then that movement in itself can be adapted dependent on what's going on. And of course, you know, we want to look back and go, right, well, for the last 60 days, I've not managed to train because every time I go to movement, it has to be a walk. We might go, right, well, we probably need to explore this a bit deeper and work mm. out why you physically never have the energy. Yeah. We need to work out why this is happening. But more often than not, we've both noticed with clients, patterns start to develop. We start to notice that Friday isn't a great day for exercise. We also start to notice that week four of your cycle is... And again, this is different for everybody. So I'm obviously making this up on the spot, but week four might not be a great day for a big workout, but hit might be better or going for a walk might be better. And it's these patterns that we build up and this almost exploration of how we feel throughout a month that allows us to then plan in things like rest and recovery. And we can start to plan in times when we know we're going to do a little bit less because pretty much none of us, there aren't many goals that require us to absolutely smash it six seven days a week i was just gonna say that like it it depends i think it all depends on like your reason behind your training like if you're training for like or like if you're exercising for like physical reasons or to burn calories then if you were mixing up your exercise there's probably going to be that connection of guilt because you're like oh well i didn't do my hit session so i've obviously not burned the 800 calories that i normally burn so therefore i'm not going to be able to eat x amount of food but it's when we start to see exercise as a way of looking after our mental health and enjoyment that's when actually getting comfortable with mixing it up and trying different things and exploring different things becomes it it just it puts more fun into it doesn't Mm. it because it means that we're able to enjoy it every single time we do something because it's matching where we're at with our energy level energy energy levels (laughs) it's matching where we're at with our energy levels today (laughs) i am from somewhere in america why don't you sound American then? I am. Is, is that American? This is my droney American accent. We spoke about this a few weeks ago about accents. You've not got any better, have you? Yeah. I, I still, um, there's, I was doing a really good accent of um, the unorthodox life, the um, the older sister in that, wasn't I? Was she? So, she's got really like droney, like, mm. Yeah. Mm. Sounds a little bit like a crying baby by right. the sounds of things. You didn't think of any words then, did you? No. Just made some noises. <laughs> but yeah. Probably just um, for tangent. I don't know what I said, no. Uh, you said, hey, hey, hey. And I moaned a little bit and started talking about bin juice. Somewhere in all this, we spoke about the title and how it came. But, oh no, I was talking about um, moving for enjoyment. Mm. and and The importance of moving for enjoyment yeah, over burning calories. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this idea in the past as well, that like, by by being able to monitor your energy levels and and do kind of mix it up by listening to your body that it is going to help you build consistency as well in the long term and just interjecting i was going to tell you this story in a minute but i feel i feel like it fits in quite nicely with what i'm saying here go on then jenny Um, throws a story i know that one of my biggest problems in the past when it came to movement was consistency 
because I kind of had this belief system that every session had to be perfect. I've probably told you this story in the past, but every session had to be perfect. Like I had to like be lifting the same as last week or I had to be increasing my weights from the week before. And if I didn't, I was somehow failing. And I think particularly when I was teaching and I was coming home so emotionally and mentally drained, like I couldn't get consistent at all with exercise, could I? And and then um, add on top my period, I've got PMDD. So part of that is that, that week before my um cycle uh, before my period I my my energy like absolutely is on the floor and that would wipe me every single month and I think this was a really big thing for me was actually changing up my exercise so that exercise always became an input and not an output because I would just push myself and leave with less energy or I just wouldn't turn up at all because I assumed that if it wasn't the session I wanted it to be, that it wasn't good enough and therefore it wasn't worth doing. So I think I let my energy levels dictate my actions rather than listening to my energy levels and then being a bit more flexible with the action I then took based on what my energy levels were telling me. Um, so I think I think that's just something that's helped me build consistency and more enjoyment with exercise because I remember saying to you, I just want to enjoy it. Like... Mm. And I think I dread it because I felt like I had to go and do certain things. And I was just like, I've not got the energy. I don't want to go. So now it's just like, well, I'll just go for a walk. And instead, like, but I'm not then using it as an excuse not to go to the gym. Because there's sometimes I'll turn up and I'll start. And then I'll be like, do you know what? I really haven't got the energy today. I'm just going to go on a longer walk home. Or like, I'll, I'll turn up and end up going for a swim instead of going to the gym. Like, that. It, it's just about not using your energy levels as an excuse to not do it because like phil said before it's very often what we need most when we're low on energy because it tends to be the mental energy we also sometimes and we've touched on this in loads of episodes and we speak about it on social media all the time we see a lack of motivation as a lack of energy and the two very different things there's going to be times of the month times of the weeks times of the day where you have a little bit less energy that's normal motivation is just going to go up and down randomly anyway so if you feel like oh i'm not quite motivated i must be tired they're not always the same thing sometimes you literally have zero motivation loads of energy i personally believe the best way to go about it is pretty much what jen's just said go to whatever it is you're planning on doing turn up start it and if you're like nope not got the energy (laughs) for this go and do something less whether that's a swim a walk maybe just go and jump on a a cycle a little bit yeah whatever it is Because what can happen, and I've seen it happen before, people will say, well, I I didn't quite have the energy, so I just went for a walk. But like I touched on earlier on in the podcast, when you've done that 60 to 90 days in a row, we need to look at energy levels. Like Mm. why? And more often than not, we realise it wasn't actually energy. It was just a lack of motivation. And a lack of motivation is normal. Absolutely normal. A lack of motivation. We know that motivation comes from action, not action from motivation. So sometimes turning up, starting, you're like, oh, I'm feeling super motivated now. Let's smash it. That happens to me so many times, like... Once or twice a week for me, Yeah, definitely. yeah, and it's just like, when, you t- when you've when you made it a habit and you just kind of turn up without thinking about it, not that that always happens, very often you need a conversation with yourself to get yourself There's there. There's a level of discipline, um, 100%. And then that, by just taking that action of getting there and starting, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm ready now. I'm in the zone. Yeah, I can go. I can get it done. Yeah. So, what? Phil's missed a bit. What have I missed? You, you're talking about planning and rest days. No, I spoke about that. You've not. Did I not? No. Did I not? No. Are you sure? No. Sure I didn't say that most people don't need to be trained every single day and we should be 
using our time to work out when we need to rest. <laughs> sure, I didn't say that five minutes ago. I think I did, Jen. You just wasn't listening to me. No, I don't think you did. Honestly. You actually did say that? Mm. When did you talk about that? So I said, once you've let... Ex- I'll go through it again for absolutely everybody, even though they're all sat there going, Phil's already spoke about this. <laughs> Jen's just not listening. I said, once you've started to like explore your month and realised how your energy levels are, you can oh, start to Oh, but that's not in. what I meant. Oh, right, okay. What did you mean? I just meant that, like... In reality, if you're training like six to seven days a week, like we're not talking about like you walking and just daily movement and moving around, but like in terms of like if you're doing a hit session mm. six to seven days a week, like you don't need to be like slogging it out every day of the week. Oh, no, absolutely not. Like we do need to rest, planning days for rest and recovery to restore our energy from training. Like it doesn't need to be something that we slog at constantly like a lot of people think is the point I was trying to make. Oh, I thought we covered it. But we weren't on board with each other on that one. Maybe we've covered it twice and if that's the case, terrific. If not, we've covered it at least once. <laughs> that's all that matters. We do speak to each other before this podcast, you know. We genuinely do. Every now and again. Like right before the podcast. Mm, like seconds before. Seconds. Mm. Milliseconds. And things still go wrong. <laughs> I would edit all this out. But... Just reiterating the point. Not now you to. know it twice. Mm, yeah. Should we redo the whole podcast just so everybody knows? No. Ep- what's this, 43? Episode 44 would be the same, but part two, but we'll just say the same stuff again. <laughs> and then you definitely know. But we'll have a different on the spot and a different learning burning. Right, okay, let's move on. Let's go on to the... Well, that was a nice segue. <laughs> Do you know what? Every time so, Phil, it... put me on the spot. Every time I say segue, you think about one of those things that you stand on and move. <laughs> Well, that's what, what it's are, they the called, are they called the segue? That's why it's called the segue. Is it? Honestly, every time I say segue, I just see myself on one of those little machines <laughs> riding off. You wouldn't last on one of them. You struggle walking, never mind if the ground was moving. You'd I have can't no say I've ever been on one for that reason. Mm. Right, anyway, Jen K on the spot. Yes. Uh, this came through, I want to read the joke first then, that'd be awkward this week, came through as an email. Oh, yeah. And it is, without a doubt, my favourite question so far. Why do people keep emailing us? I don't know, because someone, well, to be fair... It's all right if it comes through and I see it first. It's not if you someone said else this last sees time. it. Yeah, I know. Can people start DMing me on Instagram, please? <laughs> I have to start archiving and deleting emails. Anyway. Maybe it's because we don't tell people what our Instagrams are. I mean, to be fair. Is you, it on the podcast somewhere? I'm sure you come to the podcast from the Instagram, do you? What not? if they don't? <gasps> no, because someone followed us on our oh. Instagram the other week and said that she'd found us through the podcast. Right, at Phil Williams LLB. At JenKLLB. That's that bit covered. Anyway, <laughs> we're good at marketing and stuff, aren't we? Is that what that was? I think so, yeah. I think that's what they call it in the, in the, in the game. Marketing. <laughs> so. What game is this? The, um, social medias. <laughs> so, on the spot, Jen, the best question, no offence to the other 42 questions, but my favourite so far. Right. If you had the world's attention for 30 seconds, what would you say? Oh, no. Good on that, innit? That's such a good question. How do you say that? How do you uh, say what? How, you, how could you ever pick that? The world's attention for got the 30 wo- seconds. Right. TV's just popped on, microphones in hand. They're like, right, the whole world, 8 billion, whatever there is. Everyone's watched, Everyone's been forced to watch, even people without a TV, been given TV, and everyone's watching it. And literally the whole planet now, right now, it has got, there's a 30 second timer about to start. Go. I think I'd tell them that bullying joke. Brilliant. <laughs> What else can you do with the whole world? 
Do you know what? I, I actually think that's a pretty good idea. Put a smile on people's face. Yeah, why not make everyone happy? It's a great idea. I love Thank that. Thank you. There is one downside, though. What? You probably get the joke wrong. No, I can do that one. That's why I picked that one. It's also longer than 30 seconds. No, I can condense it. Can you? Yeah. Mummy balloon, daddy balloon, baby balloon. Ah, you've left the The end. Um, I know. I reckon that... Why? That's a brilliant idea, though, isn't it? What, putting you in front of the world for 30 seconds? No, no. that's not a good idea. No. But just make everyone happy. It is. I like your Just thoughts. Tell them a joke. Tell them a joke. It's a good idea, though. I'm not going to change anyone's life by having the whole world's attention, am I? So just like. You make might them do laugh. by telling them a joke. And then I'll also get the abuse from the whole of the world who hated my jo- Half of the world who hated my joke. Oh, well, you can't please everyone, can you? Do you think there'll be a translator on board to translate it into all the different languages so that everyone could understand the balloon joke? Even the rest of England could understand what you're saying in your accent. <laughs> No, I think that's a great idea. Thank you. I absolutely love And I also love that you don't care that half the world wouldn't like it because right. I'm not going to use any expletives. But... And that is how Jenke changed the world. Here it is in history. If that mm. ever happens, come to this podcast because you heard it here first. Jenke changed the world with happiness and a joke. Well, let's hope I can just change today for some people with a joke that I've got in my uh, games oh. right now. That segue. <laughs> he's off. He's off on his little segue. This is from Helen. I wish you would go off on your segue. It better not be the same joke she sent me. Can you? What was it about? Can't remember. But it was. Oh no, she sent me a question. Never mind. Question, it's a good question as well. I'm very excited to. Um... I mean, this is a question as well. But it's got an answer because it's a joke. Okay. Although I'm disappointed. Why? Should I have a joke for Jen's learn it or burn it? It's not Jen's learn it or burn it. It's Phil's learn it or burn it. <laughs> Helen. Yeah, don't associate me with that. I'm going to find another joke if you carry on with this. It should actually be called Chelsea's Learn It or Burn It. Well, it's Phil's. <laughs> All right. You ready? Right. Why did the frog take the bus to work today? don't know. Because his car got towed away. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just so everyone's aware, that's Jen's level of humour. <laughs> So if you've got any jokes that are a similar level, because I know she's going to learn it, she'll love that. I, love I knew that. it as soon as it comes yeah, through. Yeah, but I haven't heard that one. I've usually heard all the ones like that from you. I think I've told her that one, to be honest. What? I think I've said that one in the past. To me? Mm. Well, I've forgotten it. This is what's great about Jen. She forgets jokes. Yeah, I know it's great. Mm. Can we hurry up? Because Reggie's woken up. He oh. does it. He's got, a, he's got a timer quickly before he barks. Okay, thank you very much. Hope you've taken something from the podcast. Hope you've loved it. Please like it, rate it, subscribe it. Send us some messages telling us it's great. Next week, Jen's going to put me on the spot to so send her a message. And then send me a message with a joke so that I can send her a joke next week to see whether she can learn it or burn it. Thank you very much. See you next week. Wow, that was so good. Thanks. Can I just say, if you're listening to that on like one and a half speed or two, then whoa, you won't have understood that because that actually sounded like we'd just put you on one and a half speed then you just told me to speed up and then explained I my, ex- my I know but it was really good was, I could get a job you on the adverts yeah. and on that note... <laughs> <laughs> see, you <next> <laughs> see you next week Bye. terms and conditions apply <laughs>